So this is going to be a very artificial start because I've just been chatting with these guys for a bit already just to warm up. Uh, but hello and welcome to the podcast. Uh, it has been said that our faith as Christians is personal but not private. Uh, but where do you draw the line You know, between Instagram and idolatry? <laughs> between preaching the gospel or promoting ourselves? Uh, I'm joined today by two friends who are no strangers uh, to it, the internet, to the gram. Uh, we'll get to know them better, but first, please welcome uh, MJ and Edril. And hey, hello, 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 hello. Thanks for having me, Kelvin. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, thanks for the invite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, you guys. I uh, really, really appreciate your time. Uh, I think just for the benefit of those who don't know you guys, um, if you could say something short, maybe a sentence or two to introduce yourselves, you know, who you are and what you do. Um, let's start with Edril. Okay, my name is Edril. Uh, I am working with an NGO called Fellowship of Evangelical Students. It's a, a body that journeys with uh, Malaysian Christians uh, and also internationals uh, throughout all the Christian fellowships in the universities. And uh, I also uh, founded this uh, Instagram page called Malaysian Christian Memes. And that's where I also do uh, online ministry there. Yeah. Yep. Thanks very much. Uh, thanks, Edra. Actually, I met you uh, online as well. So uh, we met eventually when I went back to Malaysia. But yeah. um, I think it's just very uh, apt that uh, we're meeting now on Zoom as well because I'm in the UK and you're in Malaysia. But I think yeah. uh, the fact that we are able to build this relationship starting with um, meeting online and now continuing on online, I think it just says that it's possible. It's possible to build a relationship doing that. Amen yeah. to that. Yeah. Uh, MJ, MJ, what about you? All right. Uh, I am a, what's the word again? Second generation Christian. I uh, was in the wilderness for 10 years, right after college, uh, i.e. not going to church, uh, etc. Uh, recently just started a uh, kind of re-sanctification again process, <laughs> right? Okay. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, been uh, uh, on this journey with uh, Christ, mm. the ups and downs. And uh, as a profession, I basically talk about finance and, uh, you know, stock investing on uh, social media. Yeah, uh, I was watching your videos before I knew you were a Christian. Oh, uh, really? And wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was watching it almost like news because it's very objective to just uh, hear someone talking about Malaysia. So I was moving, I was trying to go back to Malaysia. And I was just watching this guy. Hey, this guy uh, just very, very helpful. And then I was surprised, hey, you're, you're a Christian as well. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, but that's a very good touchstone to uh, what I was hoping to start with. You know, how public can we be about being Christians? Because for you, MJ, you know, um, I think you're you're already public in a way that is not Christian, and then actually to now even to say that you're Christian, and then uh, actually I was thinking also of this guy Dan Koo. So I just talked about talked to him yep. last week, yep. and you know, I think many people were surprised that he is Christian as well. So, yeah. so the question is, you know, how public should we be, and um, the extent can be to like going on YouTube and telling people, you know, about the Bible and about God, um, especially in a place like Malaysia, especially on a medium like YouTube. What do you guys think? Hmm. Yeah, MJ, go first, you go first. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah, you go. You go. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, okay, okay. Um, I think uh, the the two questions that we'll probably we need to ask is that um, mm. what is the purpose of coming online first? What's the purpose of create content creation, right? And that sets the idea of how public you should be. Uh, but as a Christian, uh, I always think is you should be as public as you can be. Uh, just how how do you practice being wise about communicating uh, that reality? Right. Uh, if you're in a more conservative country, uh, may not be the case. Right. Uh, my, uh, like you know, sometimes I have uh, certain apologists will come messaging me and asking me questions just because of what I state to be. But because, like for example, Malaysian Christian memes is a platform to disciple online. Uh, that's the that is as public as it can get already, lah. So two things, lah. Um, depending on the content you're creating, right? Uh, whether whoever the target audience is or the stakeholders are. And then only uh, you you on and off you can say oh but I'm uh, I'm a Christian or you can really go all out lah. So that's my starting point lah. Okay, okay. So what I'm hearing is there is um, you're always very sensitive to kind of the response that you get. You know, the moment you say that you're a Christian or the moment you're talking about um, uh, Christian things like the Bible and God, you know, there's a kind of response that you're expecting when you post something on Instagram. And you're almost moderating yourself. Is that is that is that fair to say? Ah uh, yes. Uh, that's a very good point to word it that way. I never thought of it that way. But uh, the verse that came to mind was when when Paul said, you know, to the Jews, I become like the Jews. To the to the Romans, I become like the Romans. Uh, not okay. that he became like them, but is the whole goal of wanting the my main lens is to be winsome, you know. Uh, mm. so. If I can be winsome uh, to a certain context, by all means, I will speak uh, the context that that will make sense to them, lah. Although people may call me out to over contextualize, I mean, it depends, lah. What what's best the what's your the line you want to draw, lah? I know the line I'm gonna draw, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. Okay, being winsome. So the your English very powerful. <laughs> winsome. So that means it's almost like very natural. You know, you're sounding like yourself. When you're, when you're talking about Christian things, especially online, uh, there's a context to it. But at the same time, people uh, see you as a person, as a Christian. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. MJ, are you yourself yeah. when you're a Christian online? Well, sorry, what, uh, your question is, am I myself when I'm a are Christian Are you yourself? Online? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I oh. think um, that's the, the surprise element because uh, for yeah. me, right, I think you are. Um, but... Uh, um, when when I see you uh, on on your channel doing YouTube stuff, uh, I I see a professional. I see someone who's very right, knowledgeable right. about his field of expertise. And actually, when you speak about Christian things, actually, wow, you know, um, sometimes it's not something I would associate that el the element right. of uh, the expertise with someone being then public about his own very personal faith. Yeah, yeah. I think as far as being public, so. So it's for me, it's a bit uh, weird because I'm not shy to talk about it, but then there's no strong um, like uh, motivation to like talk about it at large, right? So mm. it's it's a, not a good or bad thing. It's just uh, what it is. So as far as um, being uh, like drawing the line, which was your your question, uh, a lot of it, of course, is uh, so. So Adro has touched on uh, how you should be uh, if you are online, which is being winsome, uh, presumably open to correction. Because obviously, when you put your face out there, 
and yourself out there, there's going to be a lot of yeah. people coming from many different backgrounds internally in the Christian world and externally in the non-Christian world as well. Um, that's that's important to have. Um, and for me is that, you know, piggybacking on that, uh, let's call it a way of doing things, you have to also figure out the intention of like, say if you're starting a YouTube channel or mm. an Instagram page, like what are you trying to do, right? And yeah. um, some people is like, oh, they're just sharing their own personal, like spiritual journey, uh, things like that. Um, then when you share that, it tends to not draw a lot of uh, offense. Oh. Yeah, okay. when you just right. share it, okay. because it's my you know, subjective yeah. personal experience journey with with Christ, maybe you, I don't know, you, you, you've had visions or there's something very okay. unique to you and yeah. that God has essentially used these things to bring you closer to the kingdom. And you're just sharing out there and you know, some people relate, if yeah. people don't relate, that's fine, right? Yeah. Uh, those kinds are usually less uh, problematic, uh, I would say. The more challenging ones are when um, you are out there, one, you are trying to promote a specific point of view. Yeah, yeah. I so see it could you be you are a Christian, but yeah. you are pro choice, uh, pro sorry, pro life. Yeah. Right. So that's that, that one type. Then the second type would be uh, within Chris, uh, Christendom that you are promoting a specific denomination. I so see. that is another, uh, again, I don't use the word problematic, but certainly you will draw a lot more friction. And yeah. then the third type would be um, like being an apologist, right? So uh, in contrast to being a, a denominationist, you are actually not interacting with the outside world rather than inside of Christendom. So if you are representing a particular view or particular denomination in Christendom, yeah then your detractors will come within the kingdom. But then yeah. if you are an apologist, then your detractors are coming outside the kingdom. Now, so I share all this is because all of these things are something that you ought to be aware of uh, if you want to come out, I guess, uh, as Christians. And of course, the line, as Andrew said, is, you know, being winsome. Uh, but the second one would be, uh, are you ready to withstand the kind of pressures that you will get? That's a good point. You know, you mentioned detraction or maybe even criticism and negative response. And I think that's possibly the number one reason why people are afraid to do this. Yeah. And you also mentioned that there's a difference between receiving this kind of criticism from inside and outside your, your friendship circles or even your church. So from within inside, right, it's, it's much safer and you, yeah. you kind of like understand where people are coming from. But when it's outside, and again, you know, negative always sounds louder than the positive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, uh, it's a reality. Some of these channels that do very, very well actually will always have an element. You know, it's not, yes. you will never be always positive. When, in fact, one of, the, one of the surefire things of something going viral or going very popular is that a large proportion of people are reacting positive yeah. but also negative to it. And that always comes as a surprise. You can tell people as much as possible, but they will always go, oh, oh wow, you know, um, it can feel very personal. It can feel very discouraging. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, how would you, I don't know, would that then be um, something just to prepare someone, 
for what's ahead? Or is that someone, something just to get people prepared in such a way that, hey, but you should, should, should still do it and you should still consider doing it because that means you, you are actually making a difference and you are changing minds. Of course, like making a difference will depend on what you're doing. Uh, you know, you know, ushering in church is making a difference. Uh, doing many <laughs> things, right? But some people have gifts and perhaps their gifts is to be uh, online. Maybe they have a strong passion to educate. Uh, all sorts of things, are, right? I mean, Christians, we call it calling, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And if you have that, then obviously you will you will need to to do it like You will need to face the uh, I'll use the word you know even onslaught la, that will likely. And if you're not prepared, then it's going to be difficult la, That's for sure. Hmm. Hmm. I see what you mean. Yeah. So, um, you know, all of it, all of it is is valuable. You know, you don't have to have the profile in order to be effective. And you don't have to have the exposure either. And actually, what um, the kind of effectiveness is always relational. You know, helping ushering someone to the chair it makes yeah. a difference to that person as much as you know some, whoever is watching this video, lah. Yeah. Anything to add, Edril? I think it's very true uh, what you guys are drawing out. And I think the word that, that stuck with me that uh, I think one of the main motivations to do anything uh, has to be relational because it speaks of God's design for humanity, right? Uh, but okay. many of us right now, even through our work, has become very transactional. What can I get mm. out of it? And so uh, yep, when your yep. question is, should we still do it in spite of all of this? Uh, yeah. My question is, again, why are you doing it? Uh, because uh, let's just say, um, let's just say the hidden motivation for this person to start this channel was fame, for example, right? Yeah. Um, even if the medium wasn't YouTube or Instagram, if the motivation is still fame, that person will find other means. Let's just say I'm a pastor that wants to be famous. Uh, I will try to uh, steal more preaching time slots from any as many I can get. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay, the mo so it depends on the motivation. I think uh, yeah. as the motivation is clear, uh, what the kind of content that uh, comes out online uh, will be uh, clearly communicated as well. So that that's my take. And if you are clear on why you do what you do, and and with that, uh, no matter what kind of negative impact can happen, uh, you still want to do what you need to do. And if by all means, you know, start the channel, start the Instagram page. Yeah. You, you know, I'm thinking of one very positive example. So there's this Instagram page that came out just last month that had a um, kind of like Singlish version of the Bible. Yeah, I sweet. love it. It's really, really very good. And what I love about it is two things. Number one, they didn't expect it to go viral. I mean, it was really, mm. no one knew about it. They really have, don't know how many posts about it, but it's in Singapore and then in Malaysia, lots of my friends are watching it. But secondly, the moment it really got a certain amount of traction, I really admire uh, how responsible they suddenly became. They just became more conscious. Hey, I think I need to be, be more responsible with the language I use. Also the verses that I try to translate. But I thought this was one of those examples whereby it's very positive, but also not purposely la, to, to kind of get get lots of people to notice it. I think they, did, they themselves didn't expect uh, so many people to really enjoy and really benefit from the stuff that they're doing. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. But the, 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 the flip side to that is, in a way, in a way, if you wanted to, 
I don't know, monetize, you wanted to, like like Edra was giving the example, you don't just have to use the internet. If you wanted to make ministry or church a way of platforming yourself, in a way that can happen, if you wanted to use your friends in a way to, to, to get more views and, you know, get big names, that kind of thing, you know, that can be a real temptation as well. And, and I guess um, uh, for me, what I would say is it'll be there. You know, I think on the one hand, it's very important to notice it. It's very, very important to uh, be aware of it in such a way that uh, you catch yourself and you almost fight, fight against it. Because it can happen at every every level. You don't need a YouTube channel in order to do that. I think yeah. you can make use of that of your own friends, just generally, yeah, who you hang out, choose to hang out with in church as well. Yeah. Correct. I think the the extra aspect then is, uh, yeah. If if you ask me, right, I it'd be foolish for me to say that I I don't uh, keep track of the likes of the memes that gets. You know, uh, it'd be foolish to say that uh, sometimes the read doesn't do well. I go like, oh, it didn't do well. I I feel bad. Uh, the question is then, uh, while your motivation may be clear, I mean, distractions might come. Uh, who is keeping you accountable? Uh, yeah. I think accountable becomes the the second bit, lah. Uh, yeah. So my, my team uh, on Malaysian Christian memes, right? Uh, they will say, "Hey, Andrew, you you said this just now. Is it wise? You know, is it, <laughs> okay. or, or or you posted it? Is that is that is that true? You know, maybe you should come out with a disclaimer. Also, so these are the the team that keeps me accountable and in check. Uh, and when yeah. uh, when the mistake has already been made, uh, I think uh, it becomes very clear. People are watching you, uh, and then that's when you know. Uh, how do you respond in light of the mistake? Do you come up with a public apology, stuff like that? Yeah, mm. I, I think that's very true. I think like being open to correction is absolutely important because especially when you're in the public space, right? What actually ends up happening is because, uh, okay, so this is a bit of a side tangent. Uh, one of the big issues in the quote-unquote secular world uh, is having now is uh, remote work, right? So remote okay. work, uh, I think it's been praised a lot in the past couple of years, but there seems to be some sort of trend, mini trend reversal right now saying that uh, it's still great to meet physically and, and things like that. So the point I'm trying to make is that when you're online, right, what actually ends up is that there's a lot of, uh, in a normal conversation, physical conversation, you have non-verbal cues, things like that, non-verbal communication, which actually aids in figuring out why people say what they did, in what tone did they say, you know, things like that, right? Mm. Um, even body language or vibes, things like that. So when you're online, uh, all this non-verbal contacts uh, messaging is like out the window. And what it almost like dehumanizes the conversation a little bit. And guess what? When that happens, right? That's when a lot of the debates and arguments, sometimes frivolous, will actually start to pop up. And uh, yeah. that can result in you becoming, I guess, less winsome, less Christ-like. And you start to, de- without knowing, you start to dehumanize the other side, right? Because I think I don't understand what I'm saying or, like, you know, whatever. And uh, yeah. that's that's when I think, uh, when you start dehumanizing the other side, that's when uh, you start saying, oh, why should I treat you like a human? And, and, and it can snowball into something very very um you know ugly even even for for christians definitely so that's definitely something that i would i would add la. um i don't know how, i don't know how to deal with that to be honest because it's so real you're right actually it's 
it's even before, I mean, to be honest, people turn on this video, right? The split second before they hear us already, right? They've already painted a picture who, who yeah, these yeah, people yeah, are like and what they're going to sound 100%. like already. And yeah. almost, almost always, like, it takes amount. I mean, it's, this is like first impressions with anyone you meet, right? It takes a certain amount of time before they actually get yeah. to know you and actually hear what you're actually saying. How much more, you know, on something that's just 2D on a screen. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't I don't know how, how to deal with that. I mean I, I think you've you've mentioned the problem. I'm not sure what the solution is. I think it's a feature, la, not a, a bug of the system. I think it's, it's just, a feature, okay. Yeah, okay. You, you just have to accept it. You, it's very hard to change a lot of people. And when okay. someone reacts negatively negatively to you very in a very maybe, you know, irrational way, you just gotta you know Yeah uh, again la, be, 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 be becoming a winsome, I guess. I see. I see. As long as you don't if fall I may the add, same trap, lah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so if I may add, right? Uh, well, while MJ says it's a feature, I call it a reality. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> te- okay. Technology, technology, uh, supposed to surpass human strength, right? That's the purpose of technology. Okay. But the one thing uh, we didn't realize was technology first surpass human weaknesses. And when we okay. see someone reacting on a YouTube, for example, like how dare this person say that, right? Um, okay. We either have a choice to either react or respond, you know? Uh, okay. And the react is something that we do without thinking. And uh, for me, the, the, my modus operandi is every time when I see these kind of comments, right, come on, in my head is there is a person behind that, yes. there is a story behind that, and there's a context behind that. Mm. Do I have the capacity to want to dig that out and be invitational? Uh, and yeah. that's the best I can do. I say, look, hey, uh, why don't you PM me on the side? Let's chat. I want to understand mm. better, you know? Uh, if they if they want to go on, on the band, I don't care, you know, you're, you're wrong or whatever. <laughs> um, I'm just, I have to, yeah. okay, all right. Um, uh, I have 24 hours. I have to make use of that time wisely. Okay. Uh, I will just have to accept that. So it's a yeah. reality. Yeah, yeah. it, it, it uh, because technology has surpassed humans' weaknesses first before its strength, the one thing it uh, lays before us is the fallenness of a Genesis tree world, uh, yeah. just in a different format. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. very true. That's very true. And uh, one thing that I, I find helpful for me personally is because uh, even before I started my channel, uh, like I was online, you know, maybe discussing or debating other people on, on issues. And you know, someone that there's someone out there in the world that have completely opposite views to you, like almost like diametrically, or everything you believe in <laughs> is complete opposite, okay. right? You yeah. you think like uh, math is very important, and they think no, I think arts is very important. You know, uh, you're Christian, no, I think like, you know I'm anti-Christian, whatever. Okay. And uh, again, it's very tempting to uh, behave in an ugly way, right? But once I, one thing that I try to s- remind myself is uh, that the person you're talking to, no matter whether he disagrees with you, uh, agrees with you politically or, or, or religiously or not, he's mm. also, you know, uh, a child of God, right? Yeah, yeah. And once you start from there, then you're like, yeah, no, uh, there's no need to be as vicious, right? Um, the other person, obviously, you can't control what he's like, but certainly for yourself, uh, I think uh, that is where I, I, I always, I found that very helpful. Uh. Once I just tell him, remind myself, the other guy is also, you know, God loves the other guy as much as you, right? Right? Don't be like the prodigal son's uh, 
brother, older oh. older or younger. I can't remember the older or younger brother. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I because see because as, obviously, if you believe you're a Christian, you believe that your way of life is, and your belief system is uh, uh, number one, right? Um, mm. Exclusively number one, uh, and so there is a temptation to 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 see other people as uh, maybe inferior in their point of view. Um, mm. And especially true if you are someone who is well versed. Especially true if you are someone who actually knows the subject well. Just as mm. the prodigal son's brother knew his subject well, which was uh, you know um, doing the right thing and you know being respectful and not sleeping with the pigs, right? <laughs> um, he didn't know the yeah. subject of knowing the father's heart, and that's why yeah, he exactly. also. I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if he just reminded himself, yeah, sure he. You know, he was a, uh, he was a, uh, you know, on, uh, he squandered his inheritance. He did all he, the thing he did, but God still loves him as much, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. I I find that I'm most like that, like you said. You know, when you think you're the expert, you think you are better than the person you're responding to. You know, you know more, or this person. Oh, why this kind of stupid comment can can make? I think there's a very healthy corrective to that, though. And that's why I'm not surprised to hear that from you, uh, MJ, or from Adriel, because when you've gone through the process of making your videos or making your posts, I know, Adriel, you like write a mini sermon before you post something on Malaysian Christian memes, right? The process of thinking through something before you actually post it, right? Already you've gone through all these corrective measures. You're not just thinking of what you know, but you're thinking about the people who are listening to it. And I think that's one, if not, that's one of the strongest points whereby you know, whether you post it or not, just thinking through what you're going to say, taking the time to think about the people you're saying it to, and just your own motives, right? These are actually things that you have to walk through before you even get to the point whereby you click <laughs> click post or click record. And I think that process is similar to any pastor preparing a sermon, right? The, the pastor would have thought of the passage a lot more than anyone who's hearing it uh, from, the, from the congregation's perspective. And that's a very helpful thing when you're dealing with the internet whereby everything is just post, 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 comment, comment, comment yeah. without exactly. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mm. couldn't agree with you better with that. Yeah. 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 But isn't it tiring? I mean, the thing, what, um, the two of you, I know that you are nowhere near like stopping, you know, um, you're knee <laughs> deep in, in the stuff that you're doing. Uh, whether it's YouTube or ministry or just um, you know producing content and what keeps you going because it's one thing to start and we actually uh, have friends who have started but we know the grind when you get to the point whereby wow you know either it's getting very boring or tiring or actually um, you some there will be some days when you feel like oh I really don't feel like doing this anymore you know what yeah. keeps you going MJ you want to take this one first uh, sure um I don't have a very drawn answer for this. Like when you say keep going, you mean in my profession or like being a Christian or what? Like specifically, uh, Kelvin. I would. I mean, I was thinking to be honest in your profession, right? Uh, right. But, uh, but yeah, actually related to that, uh, being a Christian because actually MJ and initially I asked you, you know, are you being you? To me, you actually <laughs> you are the same person. Yeah, uh, I try. I try to be the same in videos and in in real life, like, That's why. I how how do you do that though? Because uh, even I myself, I don't know. 
I, I got I got I got YouTube voice and I I like got angmor. I I cannot help it. No, I I try to turn it off, and it's the, it helps me when I'm talking to you guys because it's it's so refreshing to be able to talk to Malaysian and some Malaysian. But uh, yeah. I really admire you guys because you are you are like the same person lah. And I find that yeah. that's actually quite a skill. To be fair, I don't think I'm exactly the same person. I still need like maybe you know hundred two hundred percent increase in uh, uh energy i mean i am really okay yeah yeah because i never wanted to be like on youtube or like uh, i mean i'm introverted so uh things like presentation public speaking and all that is not something that uh i am like obsessed about improving even though i may have the ability to do so i don't know if both of y'all can relate to that where you you can do something but uh and maybe even above average but you're still doesn't doesn't fill you with a lot of uh, enthusiasm right but you know it's enough yeah. that you need to do it right so yeah. uh that's my situation so um yeah but i mean the original question for my job what keeps me going really is uh um i realize a lot of it is as a mini business owner like making sure like my team like gets paid uh i think okay. something as simple as that okay and then of course um putting out specifically in my industry putting out like book like what i think is lacking uh which is like good quality content for finance and uh, stock investing things okay. like that so yeah. these are the two prime uh motivations uh, then of course uh, underneath that would definitely be um uh making money lah, of course right mm. um if you don't okay. start a business to make some money, then uh, I'm not sure. I mean, then you know, work for uh, or go start an NGO lah, or non-profit lah, right? <laughs> okay, all right. Um, yeah. Then that's what you do. Lah. So that's what I guess uh, keeps me going on the business part. Then on the Christian okay. part, is always uh, really uh, again no sophisticated answer here, but it really is Paul, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, because uh, I mean, he is uh, after Christ, obviously the a role model right someone to look to uh to adopt his virtues and things like okay. that and we have to remember like he wrote the letters many of the letters in jail okay he, he went through all the things that he went through he went through struggles you know uh yeah. arguing with i can't remember his name was it uh, he, he was he was arguing with one uh, one of the people that went on a voyage with him, I, I can't remember his oh, name really. Okay, I know Andrew. Right, yeah. I know Andrew. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So then has, yeah, and 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 of course we know, yeah. we we know his uh his uh, what happened in the end now, right? He got uh, uh beheaded, right? So I just look at that. I'm like, hmm. Well, <laughs> whatever struggles. I mean, I I would struggle to find a struggle that I'm having that mm. would compared to what you know our spiritual forefathers um went through la. and mm. as such um if they still maintain their faith in spite of all of that uh um, yeah. then why not myself la? and uh you know this is maybe a bit more striking to malaysian christians where mm. you are a minority i'm not sure what the stats are something like i think 10 to 15 percent only of malaysians are christians uh, uh, something like that so you yeah. are a minority um and of course the state religion is one that is um 
sometimes can be uh, standing the way an obstacle right to a lot of I see. the progress yeah. that Christians want to make in this country mm-hmm. and of course you know talk of oppression and difficulties uh, that within the circle would definitely be there but just remember right our spiritual forefathers you know the 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 the, mm-hmm. the 12 or 11 followers um uh yeah. they were they were they were contending with the romans uh, right and yeah. uh you know, the malaysian government is not you know crucifying us upside down uh mm. they're not trying to burn us and um and it's a lot you know they, they had it way tougher than what we did so uh, i'm not here to say like while well, your struggles are small but in comparison mm. to them a struggle is a struggle but you should know that at the end of the day if our spiritual forefathers uh, have been looked, uh, have, have pleased the Lord in essentially uh, going mm. through all of that. Despite going through all of that, then I think we wow. should be able to follow suit in a in a smaller capacity. Wow, wow! I was actually talking to a UK friend yesterday, so both of us were Christians, and we were talking about the UK church response during the pandemic, and you know. Um, I don't know if this is a fair comment. A lot of the churches here can do something, but they can also not do it, and it won't make much of a difference because here the majority kind of like state religion is Christian. Yeah. So it's a choice between comfort and just doing nothing. Whereas I think uh, being a minority is a very healthy perspective because there's a cost to doing everything. Just for you to say that you're a Christian. Yeah. Just for you, you know, um, actually there's a certain cost to that I, I, yeah. I, I'm not sure if you feel that way but I, I feel that way as well and even though you For compare sure. it to the Romans it's like much more sin, but I think it's very relative and I think it's actually very fortunate for us to realize that anything we do you know has a cost to it whether we are speaking out to our friends yeah. Yeah. or even coming yeah. out with a YouTube yeah and I think that might be why you know comparison even to the UK whereby Let's face it, there are a lot of Terramero people here who are Christians, who can give sermons. I live in Cambridge, you know, every sermon here, I like, can write book on straight away. But when it comes to something like going online, it's not that whether they can or cannot, it's rather like, oh, yeah, can I bother or not? And most of them don't bother because mm. it is, it's like not, uh, it's uncomfortable. It's different from the decision back home whereby if you do something like this and you know that there's a cost to it, maybe, you, you know, people will see it negatively and you think, okay, all right. Even if I don't do it, it's because I realize of the cost. That kind of thinking, right, I think is it's almost very healthy because that kind of decision-making goes into everything that you do. You know, whether whether I tell people that I went to church on Sunday or whether, again, you know, going very public on YouTube, I think that cost element is simply what it means to become a Christian. You know, it's carrying yeah. your cross, it's realizing that everything, everything has value simply because in light of what it means for you to even be a Christian. Yeah, and without hogging too much, because uh, I, you know, you know, I, I want Andrew to speak on this also. Is that yeah. uh, I think a lot of times uh, people in you know our situation and all that we don't profess the faith and all that. Part of it is because um, you don't get to see like the results because you, as you said, there's a cost, right? Yeah. But then you think like, well, I do this, then uh, where where are the like I I don't make headways. I'm not making progress. Yeah. And, and and things like that now if if someone is in that mindset and all that uh which definitely myself has been there before and may continue in the future we, we just never know all i can say is that that's really like your 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 pride talking 
because mm. that is on mm. the that is based on the assumption right that you are the one that is going to affect the results but what i think that god demands of us is not so much the results but the intention and the faithfulness of carrying it out and the example i always give is uh, you know recently i've been on a binge on law of the rings and for those listening <laughs> okay. uh, law of the rings is a very very christian movie and it's is one of those rare instances so let's be honest christian movies do really bad in hollywood yeah but this yeah. specific one not only do well right i mean this is like royalty hollywood royalty right and for those who are, I don't know if both of y'all, they all watch Lord of the Rings. They all remember yep. the story. Yeah. Yep. Right. So, so the thing that I recently learned that just sort of like really opened my eyes about this and learning about uh, the theology and the practical applications of from Lord of the Rings is is exactly that. So, imagine what you're trying to do is again, uh, you're trying to defeat the Saurons that that is in your life, right? Okay. Um, it could be spreading the faith and it could be contending with another faith or whatever. And whatever you do, it feels like you're not making headway, you're not creating any results and therefore you're going to just, you know, put your put your hands off and not care because uh, what, what's the point, right? That's the mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, easily, right, the fellowship could have said the exact same thing. And in fact, yeah, yeah. in fact, if you look right at the end, um whether it's the guys outside the uh, mordor right when they were trying to attack the black gates right for those you know yeah. or whether it's um you know uh, uh what's name frodo and sam right trying to get rid of the ring yeah um everything they did was actually futile if you think about it um the guys who have never beaten off the orcs uh at at, at uh, the black gates and of course sam both sam and frodo got uh uh what do you call that got influenced by the ring's power and that's why they never got rid of it in fact it is a story of a total failure the fellowship is oh okay failure yes if you remember the story right what actually got the ring to be destroyed right is (laughs) smeagol tripping over oh i forgot actually yeah you're right actually yeah and that is all God. If if yeah. those who, who read why you, the story was constructed that way, Tolkien, the, the author, was saying that okay. the hero of the story is God, not you. And when mm. you are saying things like, what's the point, right? You may not realize this, but it's your pride talking and it's you wanting to be the hero. That's what I think. And people tend to forget this. We tend to think like what Frodo and Sam is the hero and and to, to in their own ways they are but they are they are a small hero contributing to the big hero which in this case is is, is christ so back to in our situation when we do something and there's no results and all that but but then you're like but god i'm faithful faithful uh, right okay <laughs> but uh, that that god god is not wanting you to create the results for him because he's gonna do it but he wants you to play your role that's what I think, and that's a very long way of explaining, lah. That's very helpful. This. Yeah. Brothers and yeah, sisters, I'm, do binge watch. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Just I can every five years you rewatch Lord of the Rings, you learn new things about about God, and to, that then that's a testament, of course, to to God Himself, and also, of course uh, Tolkien, who who really put a lot of thought into this. I didn't realize this. 
most movies you watch, right? It's it's uh, some like the opposing hero, the protagonist, you know, yeah, uh, overpowering. Let's say the the antagonist, right? Yeah. Um, but no, none of the fellowship, no one, not the elves, not the dwarves, not the hobbits, not the men that brought Sauron down. They could not. Okay, okay. Edril. Um, so, just to be clear, because we have really went on a long process, right? Yeah. The question is why keep going, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> so, there's a cliche answer. Uh, and then there's the personal answer. I mean, the okay. cliche answer is, is is an unavoidable question. Is if you have understood the gospel of Christ and what Christ mm. has called you to, then the gospel naturally compels you to share the good news in whatever context you're brought uh, to uh, to to bring in. Like mm. I have uh, friends that they say, "Oh, Andrew, it's time to." Run away to the forest, you know. The government, the 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 the, the, the antichrist is gonna take over. Da 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 da. I see. You know, and and I'm like, wait. If you run, right, uh, knowing that as as MJ already put out, God is the one that's in total mm. control. Uh, and if the story of the antichrist is to play out, then you're gonna die. I'm gonna die. You know, whether you run <laughs> or you hide, whether you have the mark of the beast or not, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, okay. But the question is, if you run. What is the gospel compelling you to then? That's the question. Because mm. running away, there's this group of people here who do not know Christ, right? Uh, when we learn that how Christ runs towards us. Uh, so that's that's the cliche answer, right? But what, what keeps me going? Um, I think also uh, there's a need. Uh, you're recognizing a need. Uh, were there days that I can just let it all off? Um, uh, no, because uh, I know, yes, I do feel that way. But I came to the conclusion, no, because I have come to uh, recognize and identify stakeholders here, right? People who, uh, when I meet them face to face, they say, oh, bro, I follow you on your Malaysian Christian memes. Uh, thank you for, for doing this, you know. Or MJ says, you know, yeah, that's my daily devotion, you know, every Saturday. <laughs> that's not moments like this, right? Uh, makes me realize there is a stakeholder, there is a community. Uh, and uh, if the goal has always been relational, Right. Okay. The whole idea is that the end goal was never the memes. The end goal was never having Malaysian Christian memes. The end goal uh, is one day that mm. I'm able to meet these people who chose to follow and chose to be disciple. You know, uh, in this context. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm always ready. Uh, with, with time provided to meet up. That's why. Uh, like, you know, can you think about it, Moses? Mm. Uh, Moses journeyed with the Israelites for decades, right? And in every point you read the Bible, right? Israelites were just, you know, like okay. uh, they were stubborn, <laughs> right? Easy, Even Moses easy, yeah. many times, yeah, yeah. Moses like, oh, they're okay. going to stone me, God, what am I supposed to do? How am okay. I supposed to deal with this? So in many moments, right, they, they Moses had to deal with that. And it almost as if it felt like there was no fruitfulness okay. in his life. But as Manji reminded us, right, is the goal was uh, to be faithful, right? Okay. Parable of the talents. Uh, and it's interesting how in the parable of talents, it's well done, my good and faithful servant. You're faithful to a few, mm. uh, I'll give you more. It's more like, oh, you did this work, you did a good job, I mean, give you more work. <laughs> um, but I'm just wondering, there is that wisdom, right, uh, where Moses heard, heeded Jethro's advice of having advisors and all that, uh, leaders of the tribe, and and that's what I apply the same two things, uh, same thing in Malaysian Christian memes on having a team, uh, 
Um, yeah. And I will keep on going because I have recognized this is a God-given talent that calls me to faithfulness. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, will there be moments I I, I might get over, in over my head myself and sure, uh, I pray someone will stop me. I pray Kelvin will like, hey, Adriel, I you posted this and you you say you you're patting yourself on the back. Uh, just just watch out, lah. Uh. I said, oh, I didn't have no idea. You know, I will pray that there will be a community that will be willing to tell me off, uh, to allow me the space of this faithfulness. And the day God, if God wants Malaysian Christian memes to end, He will choose to end it at any moment. So as long as it exists, then I will use it as a platform to just be faithful, lah. Uh. And so that's why okay. I keep on going. Uh, there, uh, there is no. I mean, uh, God, God has to search my heart, right? Uh, yeah. You know, there, yeah. there's no personal agenda here, um, and I am ever ready to let go of Malaysian Christian memes. Hing hing, <laughs> wing wing. Kenneth Ho, if you ever want to take over, just say. <laughs> yes, yeah. Kenneth Ho. Uh, Delegation. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's that's my my response uh, in, in all of this and. And yeah, uh, I am grateful uh, that through this space, uh, in, in whatever little, right? I feel like I'm the one talent, okay? Um, you know, and, okay. and other people gets that five talent and all that. But thank goodness, I'm not that one talent that that buries it Bury under the ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because some people might look at the okay, changing the term talent to the English meaning talent here, right? What yeah. can making memes ever do? You know, <laughs> what can making memes ever do? Yeah. But I realized that one talent, the memes were just a bridge. Right, it doesn't save. It's just a bridge, you know. It's a simple bridge. It's like they go, they go on their phone, like <laughs> oh wait, whoa, yeah, yeah. I see, I <laughs> you know, see. kind of thing, just to provoke yeah. thought. Um and and yeah, I will faithfully do that little little thing, uh, for as long as uh, God wills it, uh, until God specifically says it is time. Yeah. Now I'm glad you mentioned that because if you didn't mention it, I would have asked you about your team, because I think not many people know this, but you know you run Malaysian Christian Memes and actually you have a team and you intentionally brought the team together. You didn't wait until it went big, but actually you are constantly looking to let someone else cool. do what you're doing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you know how how do you? Well, I wanted to ask you how do you do that, but I just wanted to say that actually. Me being able to talk to you guys as well, this is so much more fun than me just talking talking to camera. Uh, whoever is watching this, this is not we never rehearse this. Don't have like, any points of talking when this one is really just chit chat and then after that, uh, just carry on talking. And it's very natural. It's very interesting, and I'm learning so much as well. And I'm reminded of something that MJ said last time before. You know, you were talking about your one talent, right? MJ was saying something like, "It's people find it more engaging watching someone." learn how to get how to something about learning how to yeah, exercise yeah. as opposed to like already bodybuilder and everything like that people like to see progress people actually like those who starting out in a very small way and that is much more relatable much more accessible yeah. than than the terra mera power power and yeah yeah yeah. i mean people always like movies with good character development right so naturally if you're putting yourself out there um i mean i mean starting off you know, in 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 whatever, right? Uh, mm. in, in in sorry, on on YouTube especially or Instagram, um, people think that they have to be a finished article, uh, right? To 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 go out there. First of all, the the whole concept is completely false, right? Yeah. There is no such thing as a finished article. Um. Secondly, is that um, yeah, you you put it, you you put yourself out there, you expose yourself to uh, you know, um, 
criticism constructive or otherwise yeah and that's why it's so important to you know go in with the mindset of being winsome and open to correction to yeah. be uh, you know low in pride things like that i think that's very very helpful uh, it's it's yeah and um it's it's a positive it's a feature it's not a bug Actually, it's great to start out small and not have like anyone, too many people notice in the first instance. And even while you're small, actually just to, you know, do it with friends or even get purposely get feedback and even even get do it together with other friends because, you know, it's, I don't know, I was I was just wondering, you know, um, it's kind of sad if you ever get to the point, you know, you, people dream about getting to the point whereby lots of people are following them, lots of people are liking them, and then they're like one fella only, and then the kind of pressure, the kind of um, image that you think you have to be in order to appeal to that kind of audience, it, it can be all in your head, and actually it can be, I don't know, it's, it's just not as satisfying as even having um, few, it's the comparison of having few friends as opposed to having a large following. I think the few friends uh, makes a lot more sense than having a lot of strangers whom you don't know, liking your page or following you on Instagram, that kind of thing. Yeah, but it's interesting how you brought it up that way, right? Because um, you see, uh, I mean, the purpose of what, for example, MJ and I do is to bring good content and to reach out to people. Uh, then when someone comes and says, I want you to like my page, I want you to, to <laughs> like my content, and I'm yeah. according to you, then that gives you an idea that um, you are supposed to serve me rather than us, me serve you, right? Mm. So it, it's probably very subtle, but maybe yeah. something to ponder on when, when someone uh, would have responded in such a manner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's just yeah, my quick thought. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the so I mean, I asked you guys to go on this. I didn't expect you guys to say yes. I must say, I had this in my mind for a long time and I didn't want to because uh, uh, there's always a part of me that thinks, you know, the moment we do something online or we do, well, it spoils the friendship. Lah. <laughs> even, even now, I'm a bit hesitant. And it's because, you know, you want things to end, you know, like the, after we finish this episode and we close already, you want to still be friends, you still want to be able to talk as normally. You don't want things to change just because you turn on the camera and then you start talking about certain serious subject. So actually, I think uh, in a good way, if that stops you, what I'm saying is that if that stops you from putting something online because you want to preserve a friendship because it's an end you know there are other channels like just talking on WhatsApp or talking directly those are valuable as well but if you ever get to the point whereby you, are, you say you want to reach to other people and whereby you're able to do this in a way that communicates not just your thoughts but actually a kind of relationship and that's the point I wanted to do this actually I wanted people to just to just talk to their friends more about the things that they are really thinking of in a way that would be encouraging to the people they're talking to. I think um, uh, I think that's worthwhile doing. I think I'm seeing a lot more of this kind of content coming out, whereby I think it's a good trend, you know, uh, all these kind of long-form content. I know, MJ, you appear on all these like, like uh, chat shows and podcasts, right? Yeah, yeah. I think what is interesting about that is that I realize it takes a certain amount of time before you actually start hearing what someone is actually saying. Yeah, and correct. Yeah, correct. yeah. So actually, I wonder. Actually, you are you. Are, I don't know. I, I've never done something like that. In fact, this is probably my first experience about that. Why? Why do you think that's so? Why do you think um, those kind of things are taking off? I think it takes energy to put on a show. Um, 
if someone wants to present to you a specific image, um, they can do that, they can be good, but there's only so long they can do it. And why long-form content is good is because it takes away the ability to do that, especially those that hit the two-hour, three-hour mark kind of podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you can't put on a show for that for that long, right? Politician speeches are not that long. So, <laughs> um, yeah, and that's why, you know, people like Joe Rogan on, on uh, his podcast is so successful because... Hmm. He doesn't have to do much. All he has to do is just, you know, just ask guiding, leading questions, follow-up questions and things like that. And slowly just, you know, thaws whatever ice walls that someone is putting around themselves. After yeah. two, three hours, and then you see roughly uh, who the person is. It's, it's, it's actually yeah. almost possible. Like, if you keep talking for like two hours straight, right? Like, the mind suddenly just starts... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. I, people have to experience it. Uh you know, being on a, a two, three hour podcast, you you just like sometimes you just like your your mouth is just going and then your mind is is on a different length and okay. yeah uh, wave length. So um yeah that's 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 why I think like I don't know, was that your question actually I forgot already. That's exactly why I wanted that's to exactly, ask you, yeah, you know yeah, the experience yeah. of doing yeah. that. Yeah. 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 That's why long form content will always produce uh the most like raw kind of content but it takes time for that to right I mean, it's the same concept as if you meet let's say uh, a romantic partner in the first time right first few uh, times like, yeah yeah oh, okay. first impression right yeah then everyone yeah. always say hey, the first time like you like the first time you maybe you travel together or maybe mm. when you get married or and stay together that's when you know you, you start to see like something a lot more with a more, a more detail so it's, I think it's the same concept here yeah 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 actually what do you think Adriel I know to me it's, it's quite a new idea but I'm I'm starting to see the value of it uh, yeah I it's probably my this is probably my first also I think first right, right? I mean yeah this, this is quite strange. first long long term yeah um we, we won't, by the way, we, we won't go four hours. I, I know like we'll probably end in, in, in about 15 minutes or so, but uh, I just wanted to get your take on this. Yeah, I think I think my take on it uh, is, is actually nothing nothing much else to add. Uh, long-form content works in a sense where um, these are people who have been following us for the longest time, right? So mm. uh, those who uh, know MJ, myself or you, uh, and, and they, to a certain extent, they, they look up to us for a certain context, uh, then they'll be more interested to peek into our brains uh, yeah. even more. Or not, then they'll be like, oh, this is too long, I got no time for it. Uh, yeah. So uh, when someone chooses to make time for long-form content, uh, the, that reveals that they value whoever that they're listening to. Lah. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it goes both ways, right? Because it costs us the, the time to do this as well. <laughs> yes, but yes, yes, yes. But for the listener, can you imagine, if anyone's listening at this point of time, I don't know, it's not like as long as some of the podcasts that MJ has been on, but... To me, I think it's I really respect whoever has actually made it this far as well. So it's it goes both ways. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I think it pays off. I think like, you know, quality is quantity. Yeah. In, in order to get to that point, especially in relationships, you know, there's no replacement for time. Yeah. There's no replacement for just, you know, um, you know, setting aside uh all the distractions and actually just building yeah. and building and building a relationship. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. How to end? Ah, uh? what advice? Okay. How about this? Okay. How about this? You know, someone who is starting out, thinking of starting out another version of Malaysian Christian memes, or someone who is actually like MJ. You know, already established. But then you know, someone asks a Christian question about them. You know, how how would they respond, and how would you you know what how, what advice or what tips would you give them in such a way that would be helpful, encouraging, you know, instructive? Hmm. Okay. Um. For me, if someone wants to come and start another Malaysian Christian memes, I'll just say, why not just join me? Ah, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh. But but if you want to insist on uh continue on starting on your own uh for whatever reason, um I will not stop you. Um. Uh, I'm just gonna continue to be faithful with my one talent. Uh. If you <laughs> if God has so given you ten talents to work with uh, with that gift, praise God. Ah. Uh, you know. Uh. <laughs> I don't think there'll be in any moment that we uh, that uh things like this will make us uh pit against each other. It doesn't make sense. Um. Uh, yeah. The the next advice I I would say is uh that in all things uh, have um uh, a, a a very Christological mind. Uh. Yeah. And mm. what do I mean by Christological? Is is uh, always ask where is Christ in all of this. Um. Always mm. be uh humbly aware of uh, why you do what you do, lah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm guessing when you say that, do you do you mean just for more Christian context or actually general also? Well, for you, definitely Christian context because That's I think true. the main audience for Malaysian Christian memes are people who are already Christian, but at the same time are looking for a kind of um, how do you put it in an accessible, relatable way of communicating their Christian faith. I think that's something you do very well. Mm, yeah. So actually, if you word it that way, right? Um, I and the only one thing that I can actually say is why not join the Malaysian Christian Memes community and be more involved. You know, drop mm. me a drop us a text and say, hey, you know, I've been doing this. Uh, could it, does it contribute in any way? I'm looking for someone to do um a weekly uh, devotion, <laughs> fifteen minute devotion. Just go on the Instagram live and start talking about the Bible. You know, I'm looking for more people to make memes. You know, I'm looking for more people yeah. to do the Q and R. I'm always looking for more people to contribute. Uh, to to this, you know, um, I'm looking for people to compile the mm. memes to make a book. You know, there's all of this that comes to play. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So so uh, any advice? Okay, then I will say this lah. Um, okay. You know, uh, uh, if God has placed something uh, that is different, uh, but it's online, mm. then gospel partner with me. Uh, in whatever means, yeah. right? Uh, but if not, right? Then if the goal is aligned, uh, because um, there is no other person and gender on my end. It is this is me as a Christian. This is how I'm yeah. gonna uh, reach out to the space through through memes and engagement as a Christian. Uh, if you believe what I believe in the approach, then join me. You know, come join us uh, in the team, right? Um, so the growing the team is by far a, a testimony that there are people who who resonate with this and want to contribute in that sense, lah. And mm. I believe more will come. Uh, and obviously, I have to you know screen check who they are, lah. But but mm. that's just my my quick thoughts, lah. And then I think finally would be, you know, in everything that you do, uh, make your ministry not become your god, uh, because you know it mm. is very easy. Uh, and it's so so very subtle and scary that because one is doing such good work at what they are, be it at their churches, uh, the mm. conference that they run, uh, the Instagram channels that they do, uh, it can be a subtle thing where you might glorify it more than uh, certain. Very real. So like 
yeah. It is a real thing because um yeah. if, if I may continue a little bit longer, right? Sometimes when I when I go to a church and uh the church then mentions uh certain certain product more than Jesus or God, for example, mm. uh it, it, it becomes I wouldn't it's not for me, oh this is wrong already. No, it's just I think it's a point to ponder whether our priorities are off, right? Um and, and and it's not for it's not and I I don't think I will use it as a moment where mm. oh this church is 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 going down the drain or that kind of thing but rather it's it's a point to ponder because all of us are, are struggling all of us are still uh, making mistakes but uh, do we yeah. have the capacity for one another to to uh to you know to disciple one another so like if the ch- one if the particular church is, is mentioning this particular product i'll just work up hey you know um you mentioning this often uh are you mm. willing to think about this rather than wow you throw like you what kind of church is this so there is <laughs> the response yeah. that does yeah. matter uh gracious and gentleness is a very key element in discipleship and rebuking um and um i was just taking out the context of not just churches like in every context that you're in yeah yeah because exactly. people are always watching so that that's that's my advice i have christ in mind yeah mm, mm. yeah and good, by the way i mean answer. adrian adriel is like one of the most for me actually personally you are the guy that i go to to keep me in check and simply because you are so inviting and encouraging in everything that you do so actually i think it, i must say that whoever's listening this very sincere one and i think it's such good advice that uh, you can of course start something on your own but if there is an opportunity for you to learn from and to partner with someone who's already doing this, it's just it's it's just beneficial, you know, already in the short term and long term. Yeah. What about you, NJ? Um, that was uh, such a mesmerizing answer. I forgot the question. <laughs> someone, someone in your shoes. Yeah. And uh, wanting to be, you know, maybe leveraging on what they have, uh, but also in a way that's faithful as a Christian, or you know, thinking, oh no, should I? Should I not? be um not to say even public as a christian but if someone someone asks them a question you know why is it that you're a christian you know how far should they go in terms of responding right. to that uh first and foremost uh i would say that you should you, you ought to be public about your faith uh okay. you, you ought to be yeah because uh and, and by public i don't mean like you go out there hello guys <laughs> christian here then an arrow pointing that, that's not yeah. what i mean what I mean by Christian is, you know, you, you tell people, yeah, I go to church, um, Christian, or, or like you see something wrong, say, yeah, I don't think that's something that, you know, my faith allows, whatever, mm-hmm. right? You don't have to like declare to the world that you want to be. And if you feel a little bit of apprehension as to the publicity of your faith, then mm-hmm. I would ask why, you know? I, mm-hmm. I believe in the power of investing in stocks, for example. I'm not private about it. Um, you know, if I have a partner and uh, yeah, if I have a partner and uh, I'm not going to be private about it, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 she's not, she's not, she's not my, <laughs> no. That's a good name. So yeah. things that we, yeah. we believe in, things that we have a mm, strong affinity for, uh, you know, I mean, another good example is like football fans. Right? Nobody's gonna hide that they are a fan of this club or whatever. Yeah. Things yeah. like that, they they are not going to hide. And why are you hiding your faith when it ought okay. to be the most important, I guess, identification or uh, yeah. identity for you? So why are you hiding? And very often, it's perhaps that 
you don't even believe in the faith that you're talking about. Or perhaps that you feel declaring your mm. allegiance to Christ means that uh, you lose friends or perhaps you lose a job or perhaps you lose something. And if that's what's worrying you, then really, you know, Christ is, I don't think it's your God. I think the thing that you're afraid to lose is your God, right? Mm. So, that's what I think, uh, You that's the attitude you, you probably need to have. Now, that's only on a personal level of how you should be public. Now, specific yeah. to your point about social media and being public, right? The, this, yeah. this essentially, it's a mega public engine, right? It's, yeah. it's huge, right? Yeah. Then, then you can if you've cleared that answer, right? Of okay, uh, of your conscience of why you want to be uh, or public. I, I, you are already you, you are okay. People ask you a Christian, you say I'm Christian, ah. and you want to live out, you know, Christ-like behavior and things like that. Once you've gotten past that, then a much, I guess, uh, easier question to answer is like, do you have the ability to do it? Like, are you someone who is perhaps articulate, not that you have to be very articulate, but you know, mm. things like that, or um, do you have a calling or or, or mm. whatever, that those questions are probably a little bit more easy to answer. And if the answer is like, I don't think that I'm going to be great on social media, A, or B, there seems to be no obligations for me to be on social media, um, i.e. no one's asking for it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Like for example, then you 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 can I think have the option to say, yeah, let's serve let's serve the kingdom in a in a different way. Hmm. Hmm. I think that's very helpful. Yeah. I think uh, already starting with the personal and starting with the directness. You know, if someone actually asks you a question, if you're a Christian, you know, um, even even if you did say yeah. like like do you say in the convict that do you have to like starter when you say yeah yeah I, I yeah I'm a Christian. Uh, you know, <laughs> something is up really like how like, why are you? That's true. That's true. Hey, I confess, I'm I'm a bit like that. You know, you know, mm. uh, people are surprised. Sometimes uh, they watch a video, right? And then they ask me about it, huh? Then I quite shy to, to say, to to say personally, and that that's me. You know, I I fully admit that actually, there there is a certain kind of inward uh, confidence that I am I am still dealing with and. In a, in a weird way, it's almost easier to do the social media video thing than it is to grapple with my own spiritual walk and my own relational talk when I'm talking to someone one-on-one -on -one because then it's real. Then actually, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with, you know, am I really uh, really speaking for Christ in a way that actually would I'm, I'm willing to have it affect my own real relationship with friends. So uh, I don't know if that helps, but actually I, I do grapple with that yeah, myself. Yeah, uh, I mean okay. the. Yeah. I mean, sorry, briefly saying I mean, yeah. Uh, I will say thank you for for saying that lah. I think yeah. uh, even even now or especially in the year twenty twenty two, um, I think uh, because MCO or this my thoughts uh, has caused us to have less physical contact, um, it adds <laughs> on the weight right that we grapple it even more because, uh, it's like. I have this long period of not having need to be confronted with things or or when I'm talking correct, need to confront correct. things. And all of a sudden, right, this comes is a bit overwhelming. La. And I think mm. I feel it too sometimes. I mean, you I mean, okay, fair. You might say I'm I'm more comfortable when I'm talking to people. Uh, but I think it doesn't it doesn't take away the struggle nonetheless. 
yeah, yeah. I just wanted yeah. to affirm you that yeah we all we all it's also real. feel the same yeah. way lah. Yeah, yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we really have to remember the story of Peter, lah, right? Denying Christ, right? Like, yeah. like not thinking. Yeah, you know. Yeah, when theoretical say, "Oh, I'll die for you," but actually, when when he actually in actuality, you know, yeah. he can oh, all go out yeah. the window. One. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think uh, we've exhausted everything already. I just want to say that whoever is listening, I actually got a whole load of questions. I feel so bad about this. Actually, I posted um, NGL links that ask me any questions and everything. I didn't ask any of them, <laughs> but there were so many good questions. I really appreciate them. I don't know what I'll do with them. Maybe uh, for another time. I, w- I wasn't planning this to be a series or anything. This was really more of an experiment. But I just want to acknowledge that and. We will think like we think what to do with those questions because they such good, good questions. But right. yeah, I saw thing, the angeling also. <laughs> yeah, actually they were really good questions, but really no time. The no mega church one was really fascinating. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to ask that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but That's I want okay. to end with last words. Last thing, last thing that you want to say to have us listening to say your peace of mind before we we call team and finish everything. Uh, start with MJ. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. I think you know. Keep it simple and say like, you know, stay faithful, and don't be like outcome dependent in the way you do things, um, which is very challenging, obviously, because uh, probably you're working somewhere that is very that requires you to be outcome dependent, right? A job, whatever. Uh, realize that a lot of things really is not uh, in uh, your hands. Um, you are required to be faithful. You're not required to save the world. Yeah, that's cool, uh, Adriel. Yeah, I, I think I give slightly something slightly different lah because I think MJ MJ really hit the nail there. Um, then uh, whoever's listening to this, uh, I hope that uh, you watching us three uh, converse with one another uh, we we hope that it's been honest enough for you to see that we too are still walking and processing and journeying through this process and this is all very very new to us and that yeah. you are able to see uh, the privilege of uh, three friends talking to one another uh, and that you may be blessed by the honesty yeah I would it that way lah yeah Hmm, yeah. Uh, for me, for these two guys, I'm blessed so much through their friendships. You know, it's I'm really blessed. You know, through the stuff that they are doing. But actually, I feel it's such a privilege to have that relationship, and always put relationship above. You know, whatever work or ministry. I think that's a real gift that God gives us. That often it is small, mm. but that's why it's so so precious, lah. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, thanks, you guys, and thanks to you guys who are listening. This has been just three fans catching up, talking, talking stuff that we normally talk anyway. But we're hoping to share it in a way that will be encouraging, encouraging you as well. So take care, God bless, and we all goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye.